0: Hey folks, Jr. back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. It's going to be episode 60, Inside Scene Description. What we're going to do today now, we're going to actually finish up the rest of the outside scene description. We've got a little bit of that, and then we're going to start in on the inside scene description. So this is like a two for one. You can't beat it. All right, folks, let's, uh, let's get into this and see where it leads us. All right, finishing up at the top middle paragraph. On the driveway approximately five to six feet from the western edge of the house near the southwest corner, is is four spent shotgun shells that are blue in color at the rear of the Continental. Entering the gate at the southwest corner of the house facing southward is a Bermuda sod grass yard which is approximately 35 feet north to south and approximately 55 to 60 feet east to west. This entire backyard is enclosed with a redwood stained wooden fence with a three board parallel to the ground. Also in the backyard are three cactus type plants along the west bench and at the southwest corner of the yard what appears to be a pile of leaves surrounded by concrete blocks which have been painted red. On the southeast portion of the backyard is a concrete patio which has on it a red colored barbecue grill with two wheels. A white ornamental iron picnic patio style table, two lawn chairs, one with yellow brown and black webbing, and the other one is green and white webbing. Also on the southeast corner of the backyard is going to be a block garden with a green ceramic large frog beside the rock which appeared to be about 18 inches to two feet tall. Running directly south of the back door, On the south side of the residence is a grass two and a half foot wide sidewalk which runs the length of the backyard to the concrete patio, which is in the southeast corner of the yard. In describing the south side of the residence, there is a three and a half to four foot wide concrete strip, which runs from 12 feet west of the southwest corner of the house, parallel to the house the full length of the South side of the residence on that concrete slab is a large amount of glass debris, a redwood ornamental section, which appears to have been the trim that was attached to the South side of the house on top of the window on the Southwest side, moving from West to East crosses concrete strip approximately eight inches from the door on the South side of the house which, by the way, is a wooden door, which has been painted red and which has gray duck across the bottom portion, which runs parallel to the ground, located on the ground or directly south of the door on the south side of the house, scattered about the ground, what appears to be eight spent holes from M16 rifle, from a M16 rifle. Also on the door itself are two small holes, both of which are four to five inches below the doorknob itself. One being directly under the doorknob and the second one a little to the east of that, probably about three to four inches right at the door jell. Moving further eastward across this slab, it runs parallel to the south side of the house, is a plastic white flower pot which has also one spent hole in it which appeared to be of the M16 caliber ammunition. A pair of eyeglasses, believed to be prescription glasses, which are gray plastic frame, are lying two feet southeast of that flower pot, almost directly beneath the window on the southeast portion of the house. It should be noted the two windows on the south side of the house are completely minus of glass, window on the southeast portion has some glass in it still hanging in it it should be noted that there is a spin hole on the inside of the window on the window seal and also appears to be of m16 caliber on the southeast corner of the house what appears to be an i don't know what uh appears to be an add-on type that's what it is pardon me, what appears to be an add-on type a storage shed which contains several odds and ends, basically portable clothes dryer, orange extension cord, a workbench, several bowls, black and decker sander, several pieces of green garden. Hose on the floor, beginning to describe the east portion of the house, starting from the southeast corner looking northward which would actually be the yard at 2243 Shannon located in the back southeast corner of the residence of 2239 are three spin holes which appear to be of 38 caliber one live round which is also of a 38 caliber copper jacketed live ammunition moving northward further describing the east portion of the house is a black hood from a car which has the words dodge on it propped up against that ad on storage shed moving on further northward is a access crawl space hole at the ground to gain entry underneath the house approximately five and a half feet from the ground being a Gibson air conditioning unit, being affixed to the wall and is cemented also with duct tape. Below the air conditioning unit, the ground approximately three feet south of the air conditioning unit are two orange metal drive-up automobile type ramps. It says lamps. I'm assuming that means ramps. And then moving on northward again is a window which is half broken out which is covered by a white awning of metal material. Should be noted that this window also has some yellow plastic at the top half of it and at the lower right hand corner of this plastic some type of a hole appears to have been made by a bullet and on the ground beneath the window are several pieces of broken glass Scatter about that window glass are five spent blue shotgun holes. Moving on northward, there is a second window, which has a window-type air conditioning unit in it, which is a General Electric brand. Should be noted this window is covered also with white metal awning and that the window is partially knocked out, but does have some glass in it. On the ground directly below this window are five blue spent shotgun holes and a one dollar bill of U.S. currency folded in half lying on the ground. Two feet from the east edge and three feet from the northeast corner of this residence. Folks, as you can see, there's definitely some detail involved in these scene descriptions. Alright, now we're going to go on and hit the inside At 3.42 a.m. January 13, 1983, the writer was advised by Lt. Wilson via telephone to report to Shannon Elementary School to conduct the investigation to the criminal homicide of police officer R.S. Hester, which occurred at 2239 Shannon. At 4.01 a.m. on 1-13-83, the rider arrived at the scene at 2239 Shannon was advised by Lt. Rick Wilson to conduct the scene investigation in the residence at 2239 Shannon. Lt. Wilson advised that Patrolman Hester's body had been removed to the hospital by Fire Department Ambulance and was DOA on the scene. Wilson further advised that seven male blacks, all unidentified at this time, were found in the residence at 2239 Shannon. The writer was advised by Lieutenant Wilson that criminal intelligence was going to videotape the interior of the house prior to any processing done by crime scene or by our bureau. At 4.38 a.m. 1/13/83, the writer and Lieutenant Wilson entered the residence with Dr. Harlan of the medical examiner's office so he could conduct a preliminary investigation of the seven male blacks found inside the residence. Dr. Harlan pronounced the seven male blacks dead at the scene at 4.40 a.m., stating he believed that all seven had been killed within the approximate, approximately last hour and were believed to be alive at the time of the assault. The residence at 2239 Shannon is a frame dwelling, three bedrooms, living room, dining room, kitchen, one bathroom with a large den on the rear or south side of the residence. Immediately upon entering the front door the writer observed a pool of blood. In that pool of blood the writer observed one broken watch, a portion of an MPD name emblem stating service since nineteen seventy three, one black pen or strap for the name tag. Approximately one foot east of the puddle of blood, the investigator observed a second back from the name tag, and approximately 18 inches to the south of that puddle of blood, the investigator observed an MPD collar emblem. Approximately 24 inches southeast from the puddle of blood, the investigator observed a powder blue spread tight comforter, which was bundled up and did not have any noticeable blood on it. Approximately three and a half feet south of the puddle of blood, the investigator observed a broken watch band, which apparently came from the watch found in the blood puddle of blood. Immediately adjacent, the broken watch band the riders observed a south-central bell telephone directory which is coated in blood. Six inches east from the telephone directory, the rider observed one spent 223 M16 round. All these items were located immediately in front of a fireplace which is located on the east wall of the living room. Immediately in front of the fireplace, the writer observed one cool filter, king, empty cigarette package, which had, it it appears to be samples of blood. A police-type 8-inch slapper made of leather was observed also adjacent. Immediately in front of the fireplace, and also appeared to have bloodstains. Several pieces of broken mirror were observed on the living room floor and were observed to come from mirrored panels which were located on the east wall of the living room above the fireplace. To the south fireplace, approximately one foot, the writer observed one four inch circular keychain, apparently of chrome construction, containing three keys. Adjacent to that ring, the writer observed a black trifold men's wallet. It is possibly belonging to one of the officers. The previously mentioned fireplace, located on the east wall of the living room, has a mantle which contains two brass bottle type items, one on either side of a 16 by 20 inch picture of a male black and female black. Also located on the mantle, was a one-restaurant-type sugar container. Also observed on the mantel were several pieces of broken mirror glass and one cool cigarette package, which was wadded up and empty. The mirror tiles located above the mantel were arranged in a three-tall and five-wide pattern, a total of 15 mirror tiles. Three of the mirror tiles were observed to be broken and accounting for the numerous pieces broken mirror glass on the floor of the living room. The writer observed blood, that should be spatters, as you can see here it's spelled splatters and that's not correct, it's the correct pronunciation and spelling is spatters, observed blood spatters on the mirror tile above the mantel and on the east wall immediately north and to the left of the mirror tiles. One glass prism, identified as coming from the chandelier hanging in the middle of the living room, was also found on the mantel. Located on the east wall of the living room, south of the fireplace, the writer observed a two-foot by three-foot wooden frame gold mirror which was also observed to be broken and pieces of that mirror were observed to be laying on the floor of the living room. Beneath that mirror on the east wall, immediately adjacent to the previously mentioned bifold, the writer observed one piece of decorative wall hanging in the shape of a leaf. Standing on the ornamental, the writer observed a yellow cylinder item, which apparently the clothes hamper. Center of the living room is characterized by a hanging table which is suspended from the ceiling and is round, approximately four feet in diameter. A chandelier with prisms and flame shaped bulbs is hanging immediately above the table and does contain numerous prisms, several of which were observed to be missing. Located on the table, the writer observed a cow light correction a kale light is what it should be believed to be a four cell size d battery kale light that should be k-e-l which was observed to be coated in blood and it was of a police type also located on the table was one rifle type scope which also has blood stains and does not appear to be a police type equipment located on the north edge of the table the writer observed a MPD badge number 480, which is bloodstained and appears to have a fingerprint in the blood. A coffee cup containing what appears to be coffee is located on the table. Set of keys containing a Smith and Wesson handcuff key were also located on the table, may be the property of the officer. Two other coffee cups were empty one glass and one Chef 24-ounce salad oil empty, partially empty bottle. An ashtray containing ash residue was observed on the table and immediately beside the ashtray, the writer observed what appears to be a marijuana roach. Several bloodstains were observed on that table. A 8-track should be tape at top of a coffee pot and a paperweight containing the initials of JBS were also located on the table. A quarter and two prisms, three prisms from the chandelier were also observed on that table. Located approximately 6 inches from the edge of the table, Southwest from the table, the writer observed a MPD radio with the number 33 on the back, which was laying face down and did not contain a battery. Adjacent the radio, the writer observed another prism, and approximately two and a half feet west, the writer observed a blue Bic lighter, two ashtrays. And then whatever was there has been removed. So I don't know what it was he found. A second police-type Kale light, which appeared to be a four-battery C-cell, was observed partially laying under a plastic notebook, brown in color, immediately west of the ashtray. Also located beside the police Kale light, one tear gas canister the previously mentioned notebook and kale light located immediately west of the table. And approximately one foot from the edge of that table, the writer observed two puddles of blood, which appeared to be a large quantity of blood and one empty coffee cup laying in that blood. A second blue Bic lighter was found adjacent to blood puddle. Moving northwest from the table, approximately four feet, the rider observed a second Motorola police radio containing the number 41A, appearing to be a North Precinct radio. That radio was laying face-up and also appeared to be bloodstained. Located on the north wall of the living room, the rider observed, after closing the front door, numerous, numerous, bloodstains in the northeast corner of the bedroom and on the floor and walls of the inside of the door and on the left door facing. Now he's talking about the northeast bedroom. A beige love seat, a beige love seat type couch was located on the north wall immediately west of the front door of the right corner the left side of the couch being coated in blood and the carpet immediately beneath the couch was also observed to be covered in blood the watch back apparently from the previously mentioned watch was found approximately six inches from the door facing of the front door the workings of the watch were observed to be approximately three feet south from the door jamb and also appeared to be coated in blood as was the backing the writer observed a black leather police jacket laying on the love seat and observed numerous bloodstains on that coat. The curtains located on the front window immediately above the love seat were observed to be partially burned and torn, containing several holes. Immediately west of the couch in the northwest corner of the living room, the writer observed the three soft, Correction: Three sofa pillows, one broken lamp, one partially overturned table, a fourth couch cushion located underneath that table, and a vase containing a plant. Three additional glass prisms coming from the chandelier were observed in that immediate area, and two of which were observed to be coated with blood. An overturned ashtray was also located immediately beneath the overturned table. Located on the west wall of the living room, the writer observed a full size couch which was partially which was pulled partially from the wall. The curtains over the window on the west wall were observed to be I think that's supposed to be to be in tatters but torn and the window were observed to be broken four planes four panes of broken glass. I'm having a rough time, folks. Located on the south wall of the living room, the writer observed an apparent center of the wall, one partially overturned flower pot containing a plant and one gold ceramic wall hanging similar to the type previously described. Immediately north of the wall, the writer observed three cassette tapes, two of which were Stevie Wonder songs in The Key of Life. And a third was no factory label, but plastic embossed label, Be a Happy Man. A round type chair approximately four feet in diameter was located approximately 18 inches from the south wall of the living room. The writer observed several bloodstains on the chair and one brown princess type telephone, which was observed to be off the hook. Both the receiver and the base being located on that chair. Alright, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode here. That should have gotten us through the living room, I believe. And then, next episodes, we'll go through the rest of the house. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and all the others. Pretty detailed description of the house. You can see it's pretty painstaking to. Describe everything that you see in front of you all right folks i appreciate y'all and as always i will see you down the road